see most of the human race killed off because it is unworthy. It is unworthy of the gift of life. I don't care what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we hear the safe word, we will not stop. feel about yourself today? Uh, bad. Oh no. Yeah. I was depending on you to carry some moral high ground on all this. Did you get someone pregnant? Um, whoa, whoa. i a lot of people lately. I feel like How come you all the smug? feedback on everything's been negative. I think everyone's going to listen to this and not like it. That was actually the opposite of what I was thinking. I was... Look, you have, uh, you know how a lot of people don't have an ability to eat shit in this town. But you're uh, yeah, you a, a high-level shit. shit eater. Yeah, I'm a high-level shit eater. And I respect that. And I'm not even bringing that scatological analogy, but you know, you get the, you get, you get the taste of the end of the rainbow, and you get to lick the toilet seat. I don't even it's know what you mean by that, but I agree. It, I get it, all that. You, uh, yeah, you work, you you function in a very strange place in this town. And I've, is this your second appearance on the show? Yeah, but the first one must have been. You were the first one. Years ago. How you long were, ago was you, that? That was, yeah, probably about six years ago. This is what we're doing. From six years ago, you helped me set up my SoundCloud. That's right. I don't and, even use SoundCloud anymore. Really? Mm-mm. Okay, well, we'll get to that. Let's talk. This is what we're going to talk about because who were you six years ago? Uh, Zero. The same guy. That guy, but on the stock market of give a shit list in Hollywood. I'm, well, I'm still there. Too. Toilet yeah. seat liquor. I'd, I'd say still the same guy. But this is what I'm talking about. The toilet seat and the rainbow is you're doing, uh, from what I can see, you're doing theaters with Theo Vaughn. Yeah. Occasionally. But I think, uh, you know, last time I hung out with you, I think I was opening for Polly Shore the Weasel. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I guess it's a, an upgrade, but, you know, I'm still an opener. Uh, totally. And yeah. you know what? It doesn't matter, really, who you're opening for to get out of the Hollywood and get a level playing field where, like, oh, they're all sitting the right way. Like, no one's talking. None of these people want nothing more than get their fucking money's worth tonight. And they know their guy's on. So all you have to do is be a relatively diplomat Dude, and have some game. I'm self-conscious about as walking through running you know, with a microphone. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Look at me. You're the only person that talks to me in the daylight. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Look at me. Yeah. Look at me. Ari, you're in good hands. I am like one bad phone call from biting a baby's face. <laughs> So what's uh, so six years ago, 
you show up. Now you've made me conscious now of these fucking. I've made you self-conscious yeah. too. Now I'm I've now I'm angry. Well, at least it's not just me then. I'm angry. I'm not alone. But you gotta keep in mind, it doesn't matter. They think I'm a, a, a school it, shooter on holiday, and at least uh, have a camera. but you love this is another thing. Maybe you have read it. I was just pondering, uh, you know, you as a person in this, you're not very. You function within various tribes in the comedy community. Huh? I never thought about that. What tribes would you say function? Well, you know, everything from the the digital hardware aspect of it. Hence, this podcast lives today because of you. Initially. You know, there's a couple of, you know, Red Band's kind of the pioneer aspect of it. Right, tech savvy. And tech you guys are get all the gigs that Brian doesn't want to do. <laughs> I would argue that I get the gigs that people say, oh, I want a guy who doesn't drink alcohol. Oh, yes. I don't think I've ever had someone say, oh, you don't oh, drink? I went to Brian, he said no. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I went to you. Were you, you were a drinker for a minute, were you? No, I was never a big drinker. Maybe no, but I'll you have, have beers. Yeah, I'll still have a beer, but I've never, you know, we're going to find me shit. He's a sober guy who can keep a secret. You must got yeah. like a Rolodex yeah. of like career crushing, like um, never work again horseshit. I mean, don't we all though? Of course we do. Yeah. I, I don't know what, uh, what do you think people's popular opinion of you? The overall opinion of me? Somebody told me you got some girl pregnant in Australia. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and then left. I, uh, the overall opinion of me, I'd say, is good if they know me. But uh, no, Australia, I went there for a girl a few years ago. I remember that. You, no I said, involved. no, no, I'm just teaching you. I had some truth and I fabricated like the last thing that you would probably want to happen right now pregnancy yeah you know, I w- with if her, you knocked up some her, street pig with her she, I'd like to get her pregnant she was the one <laughs> the one that got away no yeah. ooh I've never had one get away <laughs> no I've seen you get a couple give a couple away I've given them pieces I usually mail a thumb back girl, to the family I was here one time staying with you she had long straight red hair we were listening to like hard rock in the car on the way to a gig. Oh, God, let me guess. Tattoos? Well, yeah. Yeah, that's all, every, all of them. Everybody. Yeah, but this one, she was hot. She was out of your league. Uh, aren't they all? Look at me. I look like a, this one was a vampire. Hot. This one was the hottest one. I look like great. I look like this Doberman. <laughs> that's what we, we have the same ass. Yeah, you do. Right? Yeah. When was the last time? Are you a smoker? Why are you wheezing? I'm just out of shape. You've got, you turned into a 78-year-old Jewish lady. Out of shape. That's all that is. <laughs> You've developed a hunch. You got your hand curled into your belly like someone's going to punch you in the stomach and tell you to get in line. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we'll, get, we'll eventually hit the mark here, but um, six. Let's do a little theater here, right? I know you're a big fan of vaudeville. I read it in your bio on the way over here. Uh, we're walking through the gates. When I first moved here, you got to understand where I moved. My hometown, which I'm quite confident you'll end up in a gig there at some point in your career. What's your hometown? Hamilton, Ontario. Okay. About 50 minutes outside of Toronto. Yeah, I'll be there. It's like Blade Runner. With no talent. 
just post-apocalyptic. Anyway, yeah, you'll do fine there. They think that you have a grasp of language. They'll make you a god. Oh, yeah. um, six years ago, you get this girl pregnant in Australia. Uh-huh. She yeah. has nine miscarriages before she meets you. Yeah, now, no, now she has another boyfriend. We haven't, we haven't talked to him years. Yeah, yeah. Geez, it's interesting to see somebody go through a journey in their life. And you're on the patio at the comedy store. <laughs> Nothing's changed for me. <laughs> and yeah. it's Groundhog Day for you. And you can see literally somebody have their families, their divorces. Their, yeah, their, and in most cases... They want to come out of retirement. In most cases, when I see that, I'm like, oh, look at them living their shitty life. Where me, I'm still here doing my cool thing. My friend... But this case wasn't like that. Uh, this case was like, that should be me and that family. There's a story of a band... <laughs> Big, big marching band, brass instruments, tubas, the whole shit. And they're walking through a snowstorm. There's two feet of snow. Every step is a fucking reason to quit. Uh-huh. And as they come up on the way to the gig, they look in a window and see a family sitting around a table. And they're all sucking each other's cocks. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I just heard a hard aristocrat's. You know me. Yeah, you're a filthy animal. Something has to change to make it sad to be funny. It's hard to concentrate because I'm, I'm like wheezing on, up this hill. Yeah. You just got eye fucked by two old black ladies, buddy. They, weren't they know what I like. They know what I want. I look at your smile now. Not so sad now, are you? I don't even think about that Australian girl anymore. licorice tits all over Yeah. Rubbing it on you. Think of your father's scum, and then she starts making you eat her beaver, wow. and it's really musky. You're giving the people what they want. I give them what they want two, three, four times a Larry. I will not have a heart attack. Do you promote your Snapchat every week on this? I stopped it. I was running into some serious relationship problems <laughs> with, with this communication thing for people. I have friends that have moved on, like we we're talking. We'll say moved on. Did, did become adults became adults and for every listen you've been again a, a pillar in a lot of naysayers okay. against you against me and my uh, scant chance yeah which I've been absent from some people just don't get it some people don't deserve it that's and why those I took are the kind it of people I don't want around in my life yeah you know I find it's really defining relationship because you know when you get hanging around comedians you get spoiled your friends my friends say some of the most scandalous shit Uh uh-huh um that's what i like to hear and that's what i like to hear but it's all in the this there's dude on paper all of us would be thrown in jail for the shit that comes out of our mouths but we, we get it. We have license to do things. The people that work in offices and place where they come in and give you rules on why not to grab a girl's pussy at work. Everybody's getting their pussy grabbed. How many times have you had your pussy grabbed? Uh, I can't even count. Yeah. Every day, almost. Yeah. I've been, I've been, you know, some of these female comics are aggressive. In the sense, like, they try and have sex with you, or how are they aggressive? They push their pussies around town. Yeah, um, 
I think I'm the guy that <laughs> people stay, stay away from. I have a couple sexist jokes in my act. I think that pushes all the female comics away. They also know that you're kind of a little half-Jedi being a hub of the store. Like, listen, Randolph, you, Feng Chao. Feng that Chao you got get- fired. You know that? No. Yeah, Feng Chao's fired from the comedy store. Oh, shit. For what, anyway? He beat up Renee Lancaster. What's a Renee Lancaster? You don't know Renee? Is it a boy? Yeah, Renee's like a little boy. He, uh, he's a door guy there from San Diego. And they Is got in a fight. Short? Yeah, he's short. He's a little boy. Oh, no. Oh, well. Yeah. You know, that's not a long-term relationship, as you know. Do you know David Deary? Yes. He made that zine. I don't know if you remember. He made, like, a zine for the door guys at the comedy store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He took pictures of them, and he made a little magazine. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, Feng Shao's the cover. Yeah. So I took a picture of the zine yesterday. Did it just come out, or? No, it's been out a year or so, or more. But I took a picture of the zine. And then I posted it on my Instagram story, and I said, not anymore. <laughs> I was gone. <laughs> I don't know. That's like a semi-abusive relationship to begin with. Yeah. You know what it's there. At the comedy store? Yeah, working the yeah, doors. Well, I, I barely do it anymore. I, do, I work once a month. No, like I said, you've had a taste. Yeah. You've been to the other side, and you've had enough shit under your nails. Yeah, I think I've done enough... Uh, Yes. Grunt work. Six years later. Yeah. So you moved to LA what eight years ago? Yeah, 2012. Yeah. Eight years. From. I moved from. Uh, well, I moved right after college. Hey, this is Jason Rouse, and welcome to the Safe Word Podcast. On the show today are Manus. Oh, this is where it's starting. This okay. is where it's starting. I'm gonna hit record now. Okay, perfect. Uh, I uh, I went to UC Santa Cruz for college. And I moved here right after, but I'm from San Diego. I spent most of my years in San Diego. Dude, I went out there one of the earlier years that I'd moved to Los Angeles. To Santa Cruz or San Diego? San Diego. Okay. Um, And I could not believe that this would be a life for somebody. Like, It's it's better than paradise. Yeah, it's definitely one of the best cities in the world. And anyone who says otherwise is just, uh, must really... Be jealous, maybe. If someone said, "I don't really like San Diego," I always think, "Well, like, dude, it's not San Diego's fault." You're saying that. It's like so. saying you don't like dogs. Yeah, yeah, it's the same type of person. That guy's an asshole. Yeah, I don't trust him. Never trust a dog hater. Yeah, there's nothing. It's like there's no traffic. The people are I nice and chill. Yeah. The weather's perfect. There's beaches. It's beautiful. Beautiful. They got, they got bars. They got good food. They it's got not crowded. It's not crowded. They literally have. Anything anybody could want except for snow. That's it. Can you imagine being rich? And yeah, my parents. Your parents are rich. Yeah, they're rich and live there. They have the best life. What kind of work did they? Did they have a business in San Diego? I uh, know my dad's a doctor. Mom's a lawyer. Yeah, so they got just like good. What kind of doctor? Good hardcore jobs. He's an emergency room doctor. Now I know how you eat so much shit. Because your old man was like, Vietnam vet eyes. Like, oh, you got problems? I've been dealing with murders. Maybe subconsciously that that went into me. Like, yeah, they're definitely not lazy people. Look at these. The girls here. The asses. 
You know, I do this thing like four times a day. By yourself? Who's going to do that? We're going we're gonna to pause over here. Watch this hawk kill a chipmunk. Oh, yeah. That's, that's kind of... Uh... Wow. Really ripping into it. It is quite nice, though, right? Some of the conversations over here coming through that, we're kind of contributing to the problem with our wandering talk show here, but uh, I just want to see someone fall. Oh, you, you might be my guy to get that picture, especially when I do these I things do called leg kicks when I walk up the stairs and I just start foot sweeping the elderly, <laughs> pushing the girl down the hill in the bushes. Yeah, this is pretty... Uh, stair part so you move here from san diego no comedy experience no just a fan just i mean watched a lot of it and then you saw how bad it was here and you're like i could do this shit no i mean i moved here with the intention to do it yep this is a bitch Yeah, there's no real reason to leave San Diego. Well, right? Even though it's awesome when you live somewhere your whole life, you want to leave no matter what. Or at least me, I did. I just wanted to get away from friends and family. Okay, it was your. It was too close for comfort. Yeah. So even though I have nothing bad to say about it, I still wanted to leave. Yeah. You wanted to forge your own way in this world rather than be the son of blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. I find if you just run as hard as you can with your eyes closed, you just end up passing out anyway. This is brutal. It's very crowded. That's so weird. Really? They had come up with my full name. And they were trying to think of what to call me. I love seeing people on all fours on their back, shimmying down this. The incline's not even that bad. No. I find if I do a, a big blast of speed before I can leave the house, I just rip up this thing and then throw up at the top. That's your secret. The speed. No, we we're talking about drinking. And uh, New Year's. Next month, well, I think it's three years, or maybe four. Of what? Not drinking. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know you were sober. That's good. There wasn't a meeting, or a, it was more with myself. And uh, I just... I'm too wild. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you are wild, but... I'm too I wild, man. I face, so I was like... No. Thinking you had a problem. No. There was some, probably some far few between incidences, but uh, they were part of the catalyst. But, <clears throat> you know, some people, we were talking about you were getting gigs because people didn't drink. Uh-huh. What kind of gigs have you had well, the last six like, years? It wasn't like, I didn't mean that like, oh, this Ari's sober, let's do him. I'm just responsible. 
Yeah. And just uh, and you know how many guys are piss tanks uh, in yeah, your community. Excuses. Yeah, a lot of people just want to get it done. I have a little resume at work that looks good. I go, oh, let's go to that. Or I'm around. I'm, I'm their friend anyway. So this is out of control. We're uh, the Hollywood sign coming up on our right. It's all just friendship. You know, same reason you went to me. We're friends. Well, I knew you were serious. Even though you weren't performing, you were around enough that I knew that you could at least hang and keep your mouth shut and just kind of observe at that level. Put your time in. You knew it was like an apprenticeship. I think you got that. That it wasn't like you didn't want to be made in relationships like you because of your family. I you wanted to couldn't get me that. No, I mean, but if you su- decided to subside into a business that they were doing, oh yeah, um, you broke way out of the. You fucked everybody off. Oh yeah, they weren't happy. All your social circles from school, gone. Oh, I'm not friends with anyone from school anymore. Okay, you're gonna do what with who for what? Gone. <laughs> you you got three guys you you grew up with. Yeah, they're the all accountants. Dead, in my case, fingered to death by a camp counselor. That's a good way to die. Yeah, with a guy who used to play piano with his dick. We used to call him the anvil. We thought it was a music class, but it was a janitor at our school who used to teach us. Catch it if you can. I don't want to get into it. It's a pending court case. We've all been there. Speaking of court cases, you've been back to this Church of Scientology? I'm not allowed back. They, uh... You know Abby from Canada? Y- yeah. He told the joke about us. Going- oh, you're welcome, Abby from Canada. Um, when I met Abby initially, I go, come and meet Russell Peters. You'll be opening for him in a year. And six years later, he got to. Six years later, he yeah. got to open for Russell in New York. I was so happy to see uh, he's in New York with Russell. So anyway, yeah, good on you. Uh, yeah, so he t- we went to the church. He started talking about it on stage. And then the Laugh Factory posted a video of him oh, no. doing it. And now they won't let us back in. No, because they'll kill you. Uh, I mean, I'm not worried about that, really. Oh, you're going to use can't some of your fun anymore. Jewish powers to compete with the Church of Scientology? That's a Coke and Pepsi for me. Which one's Coke? I like Coke better, so I'm going to go with the Jews. I don't know any wizards. I know some witches. You ever fuck with it? Doesn't the Kabbalah have some sort of uh, extraterrestrial kind of ideology? Not that I, I should be talking to Ari Shafir. You look yeah, like a terrible Jew. <laughs> How many times a day are you having bacon sandwiches just to be spiteful? That's funny. Last night I had bacon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, it's a hot one. It's insane, though. Man. So, comedy store. You, you were on the door there for a good few years. Yeah, I worked hard for a few years, and then I, uh... Guys you know, ask like, you to open for him. Part of the... 
The gifts um, of working at the store. No, no, a lot of people think that, but really, no, everyone I've opened for. That's gotta be a not pain been in the ass because of being a door guy. Like Polly, opened for before I ever became a door guy. And then a lot of guys won't let guys open for them. And respect to you, if they think they're gonna be headliners one day, huh? Maybe they, that's why I get open. For that's a deeper people. stride, and Maybe it's in their it's they, in their place of business. Maybe that's why I gotta do it. They they don't think I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. No, they rather. Um, I you know I go from that Joe Rogan Russell Peters. Uh, handbook where I want killers on. If I have a chance to pick my opening acts, yeah. I want the most diverse. Yeah, it makes the whole show more fun. And it, it separates from me. And I don't want imitations or crossovers. So I handpicked. Jake and Louie came and opened for me in Niagara Jake. Falls. Puppet. The Hasidic kid with the puppet. I don't know him. Really? Huh. But uh, yeah, so Polly, I actually got to open for because. Uh, Someone tagged I heard that me in could be a Twitter. Job. Yeah, it's all right. But someone tagged me in a, one of his tweets saying that I could help him set up a computer. Uh huh. So I set up his computer. What year is this? It's probably 2013 or something. Jeez. You know that's kind of how Red Band reached out to Stanhope. In turn, led him to Joe. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I got Polly. Then Santino was, uh, I did some comedy festival, and I won Best of Fest. In the the United States? In Phoenix. Okay. And the prize was I get a feature weekend, and I got to pick the headliner. So I just knew Santino just a little bit. And he did you From working in the store. No, no, I got to pick. So he didn't get to pick his opener. The club said, which weekend do you want? And I picked the Santino weekend. Yes. And we just got along. And then just after that worked together. Michael Costa, same thing happened. I got booked a feature at a casino in Palm Springs. Because that's the only way to meet the clubs and the agents. Because you know how incestuous it is in California that you've kind of... It gets a little like we were saying Groundhog Day. The, yeah. the same people, same night, cheers night after night. Yeah, kind of. Where, where you're in a completely different comedy community and no one has any idea who you are. So you really have a, a kind of stealthy uh, impression. Oh, okay, well, this is how I do it. And you've never seen it. Like, yeah. it's refreshing. You can eight-mile that shit and do gigs. Right, so I, got, I booked a gig in this casino. Costa was headlining. And then again, I just did a good job, and so he started bringing me places after that a couple times, and then Theo, kind of similar thing, I just known him for years. What's that audience like, Theo Vaughn's? You must have fun there. You guys look like you could probably do a buddy movie together. You know, it's funny, like... But you're the bad guy. At the the shows, everyone loves me. I do really really good. (laughs) There's a butt coming up. When I open for him. Yeah. But every time I go on his... uh, his YouTube account. They comment on you? Oh, yeah. Every time I'm on, like... Fuck that guy. Show, yeah, they hate me. <laughs> so Haters. And you said you... But you, what you have in your pocket, opposed to any actor in a movie, is you were there. You know how well you did. You knew if you were shit. So yeah. these assholes... 
That's true. Say really mean shit, and you're like, I listened to the tape. I think I did pretty good. I think. Yeah, at least okay. Okay, yeah. I, I, you know, they don't understand. I just showed up in that town for two nights. Maybe I think pushed me out of an airplane. People who are sad just look to hate things. Maybe. Uh, it's all over soon. Yeah. So like, they they go into it hoping they're gonna hate me. And then they it's do. a weird. Oh, is that the doctor? I hate him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll do little background searches. Oh, he's Jewish. I hate him. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's from San Diego. I don't like that. They have the hack on your local sports team. I don't get any of that. Yeah, because yeah, Canada is just there's nothing to hate. They're so level-headed. No, no, I don't get um, like I get my handful of. Listen, in almost 25 years, I think I've had. Maybe five direct messages of malicious intent, dude. I, and that's because your your act is you know like fuck pure filth. Fuck you. So I'm surprised you only. I guess I guess oh, they go. There's no uh, the cool parts. We just no had this gorgeous. That that's I get, awesome. I get dog. A, I get a hate DM or even in person. Yeah, because no one's afraid of you. Yeah, like monthly. I keep my circles tight. I keep them weird. I keep them strange. And there's no look at this is my opening act. Uh, black Hasidic. What's in my vest, by the way? Bullets. Uh, lead powder. His weight. Yeah, twenty pounds. I thought only black guys did that. Uh, this isn't bulletproof, but I did have one of these on in my hometown, and some meth addict stumbled up to me and asked me if it was bulletproof. No, they just like. It looks like it could be. Yeah, it does have a very military kind of thing. I find it keeps people from trying to talk to me. And I had two girls jump in a ditch to get out of my way yesterday. Where? On running here. Were you running? Yeah, running hard in their direction, and they jumped out of the way and shrieked. I came around the corner doing about 60 with a handful of dog shit and sweat in my brow. Do you want to get ice cream after this? Pink Are you berries. actually going to get ice cream? Pinkberries just at the bottom of the street. All right, let's get it. Because there's... I didn't bring my wallet, though. You're going to have to spot me. I got you. I got you. We'll get some pinkberries. Because no one's getting fucked on this trail. You look like an undercover cop who's got me out for a walk during the day. The glasses? Yeah, you, we got this full... Um, uh, your, your, um, what's her name? The lesbian who got fucked on the pool table. Who? Oh, on the pinball machine. I still don't know who you're talking about. I don't Sounds even know that. Lambs. Oh, in the movie. Got it, got it. I think you're talking about a real life type of situation. I think it was, she played a, a young girl. I think there was some true, this girl in a I small town. I never actually Silence of the Lambs, and I'll tell you why. Horror Jody movies Foster. give me nightmares. You're Jodie Foster. I'm Hannibal Lecter. I like that. You do look like a Jodie Foster, though. You have a, a welcoming disposition about you. People probably come up to you when you least want just by sitting still. People, hey, how are you doing? I get none of that. I watch. Oh, right. You get the weirdos will come up to you. Well, yeah, that does have a lot of people don't like me because they think I'm going to be really nice. Yes. And it's not that I'm not nice, but I'm just not as nice as they want me to be. No, they've got you in this American pie horse shit. And I yeah. know you're a wolf in sheep's clothing. <clears throat> you're the only one or they encourage my sketch. Yeah. That was my life for four or five years. 
Yeah, How many dumps of mine have you seen? Hundreds. Hundreds? More, like, thousands? More dumps than I thought were possible. Yeah. And I was going through... You must have ate a lot of food. I was... <laughs> I get up in the morning... You must take a lot I of uh, probiotic. I was doing a... Uh, I was detoxing, too. I quit drinking yeah. that stuff, too. So I was going through... Yeah, detoxing doesn't last detox. three years, though. <laughs> no, dude. You don't know what kind of life I was living on the other side. No, I had tons of poison. I lost 20 pounds. You look good. I dropped just from the, just from the aqua dump of not the sugar. Who are you living with these days? My son. You uh, know that picture I sent with the kid with shit on his face? <laughs> That's my son. He's chained to a wall right now, and I feed him nothing but dates and olive oil. <laughs> we got a big convention coming up in Germany, and I want him... Lock and loaded. Are you in, are you in LA right now? Like for long for till the end of March, and then where? Uh, end of March, I will make my so way. Another three months. Yeah. Okay. I'll be in. I start touring in Western Canada in April. Okay. And then Starting in Canadian Regina. Tour. Yeah. Uh, Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver, maybe something in Saskatchewan. But I'm doing a, a festival or something, I think the first week of April in uh, Regina, which that, I haven't played Regina. It's a part of, it's a city in um, in um, Saskatchewan. Okay. Which is almost dead center. It'd be like your kind of flyover states. Got it. Okay. Oh, look at these great things. Oh, man. Look at that. Two ponies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? One of the great things. Fucking gorgeous. My buddy has one, and I made him piss on the floor because he was so excited to see me. The key is, if you ever want to fuck with your yeah, friends... Yeah, I had a dog that did that. I would get so excited, she'd pee. But you got to create a trigger. And I sang to this dog over and over again a theme song to a famous Canadian uh, kids show about a dog who rescues people. It was our Canadian lassie. It was called the Littlest Hobo. Okay. So I would hum the theme song, not to mention it would come up on television and kind of reinforce it. Yeah. So the time that I'd, the nine months had gone by since the last time I'd seen the dog, I made a really good impression. So I knew when I come back, he immediately pick up on my smell and be conditioned to have some sort of failure. Yeah, you just start singing the song. So I sang the song, and I ran my hand down his side, right down to the bottom of his pelvis, and he unloaded a horse piss. A 150-pound, beautiful, majestic animal unloaded about a 13-beer piss on the hardwood floor. And there's not a lot of things that warm my heart. That sounds heartwarming. Sounds but it does make me feel connected to something that I can call, you know, kidney failure to a dog just by a series of uh, hypnotic impressions. I've started reading people's minds at shows again, too. I didn't know you ever did that or stopped doing that. <laughs> yeah, I think you're, you're pretty in tune with your audience. I think at some point, I, honestly, my... 2020 is at this point in the early stages, but uh, we'll do a gig somewhere strange. I have a sneaking suspicion me and you will end up. Last time we did a gig was a long time ago. It was the one with Jay Davis at that. Uh, oh, the that parlor. Bar. No. The parlor. No, no, no. We went to some bar in like uh, Bakersfield or somewhere oh, weird like that. Yeah. I where we were. 
And was it awful? It wasn't good, but it, there were some funny memories of it. So the first memory... The drive up there was the best. Drive up, we were just... Camera guy with him. Jay did. Jay brought a camera guy. Yeah, and then um, he headlined. And he had... Got booed off. Uh, no, he actually did, like, the best I've ever seen him. That's do. the thing. Every time uh, I see Jay out of Hollywood, he came and did some gigs with me in uh, British Columbia, in uh, Whistler, and destroyed. He didn't destroy, but he did He did better than I've ever seen him. Yeah. And um, so he went up, headlined. You were supposed to go before him, but he chickened out last minute and was like, hey, do you want to go after me? And brought you up as the, the dirty, vulgar com- comic. Yeah. I went, um, Which is like... I'll get the middle money, and he gets the headliner money. Yeah, he still got the headliner money. <laughs> and he did do the more time, but he just yeah, yeah. didn't want to follow Nobody your, does. Your what do you think I don't go on the road with and then, your fucking friends? Oh, and then we, there was this guy named uh, Hanuk. Do you remember him? Hanuk. Hanuk went up. Bearded um, guy. First. I can't remember if he had a beard or not. He lives in L.A. now? But he lived in L.A. then, and I think he lives in L.A. now. He's Colombian. And he goes up and he doesn't do good at all, right? And then after the show... I should slow down. I'm in a weird sprint. I should bring it down a little bit. That's fine. Hey, what's up, dude? How you doing? Oh, what's up, Art? Yo, buddy. We're just getting ready to make a fuck movie in the bushes. Oh, okay. Well, you want me to be an extra walk by awkwardly? Um, <laughs> Jeff Richards' hey, impression of you. Oh. Hilarious. Oh, I love it, dude. His impression of me is better than my impression of me. <laughs> He's been chipping away a little at Jason. Viola. Viola, nice to meet you. He's been, I see him, uh, he's watching me, and I'm hoping for it. Yeah. I want to be anointed. Yeah, he'll get you, He does some, like, his Hoffman is outstanding. We're talking about Jeff Richards. Yeah. Hey, what up, Jeff Richards? (laughs) What about, uh, yeah, his one of Jack Nicholson. He does everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, He's a genius. They're spot on. They're spot on. Yeah. And uh, I see him slowly putting Frankensteining me together in some way. Uh-huh. It will be humiliating and hilarious all at the same time. I love it, dude. Yeah. I love Everything's it. Everything's going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a comic? No. No. You've seen I'm, these videos we're talking about? No, I don't know. It's is it face swap or you just? Yeah, he puts it. He switch. He's kind of does something with his face to make it look like the person. Yeah, he face swaps face. and does an impression of him to a T. Really? And it's hauntingly disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, soulless. <laughs> it's great. But his nuances that Jeff does, it's like it's Jedi stuff. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's really funny. Cool. We're gonna go pick okay, through the dog shit and look at girls' butts. All right, have fun. See you guys. See you soon. Wow. Yeah, he's uh, Jeff is uh, very well. You know, magician. dude, he was on Saturday Night Live. And Mad TV. He's at the, the same time. Yeah. No, different time. Yeah, that's that's. I auditioned for SNL a couple of times. Oh, I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah, I kind of stumbled into I it. Never imagined them putting you on that show. Lauren Michaels had seen me firsthand in a. After Phil Hartman had been murdered by his wife, and unknowingly, uh, his brother and sister still lived in his hometown in Canada, Bram- uh, Brampton, Bramford, Bramford, Brampton, Bramford. Fuck! They're gonna take my passport away just for mumbling through that. And uh, they did a uh, um, Phil Hartman Award thing as part of this event, and his family got involved, and 
in turn, a lot of media kind of came together, and Lauren, out of respect for uh, Phil Hartman, had come down with some of the kids in the hall to present uh, an award to the students of a college I was going to for arts. And, um, and you killed it. I didn't even place, I think I was third or something. I don't know, whatever it was. I did not win, but then... Oh, I didn't even know it was a contest. <laughs> yeah, it was the Phil Hartman Memorial Award. Probably the best thing that ever happened to that school. That night was, you know, Dave Foley... Um, a, a series of Dan Aykroyd introduced me. Funny. It was amazing. Then he, he, he was. Uh, I made my girlfriend stand beside him with a tape recorder and watch my set, <laughs> and got him laughing. On That's I wanted cool. to hear. Oh, 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 it was great. It was great. That was that was the uh, the highlight of it for me anyway. But um, yeah, in turn went to New York. But I was. <laughs> This, if anything, the school showed me my platform wasn't going to be sketch comedy. Never mind live television. Like, I'm so... Um, I can't work within those restraints. I if, think you could. It just have to be for, like, the military. It'd have to be on military TV so that the audience is fucked up enough to... No, because that would, inst- that would get, like, post-traumatic. You know, it's a horror yeah, show. Those are the type of, that's your audience. It's like... Is veterans. No, because what I'm mockingly, mockingly... Drug addicts. Drug addicts, for sure. A lot of people... Drug addicts, offenders, criminals. Yeah, scum. Uh, Scum of the earth. Yeah, people, your family would never... You've been through shit. My family wouldn't be allowed in your family's neighborhoods. Well, my family is kind of fucked up. They like that stuff. But most people... Yeah, would not... I couldn't bring a bunch of random kids from Hamilton down to the nice part of San Diego. I mean, you could, because people, all, everyone from Canada has manners, even the most fucked up people. That's true. Yeah. Even our criminals apologize after they kill someone. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. bang. I went to, uh, I was in Vancouver earlier this year with uh, Abby and Thea. Oh. And, uh, oh. Abby's dad oh. is a... Uh, that sounds dangerous. No, you fun. guys, no, that's like wedding crashers. Yeah, you, Abby, and Theo yeah. in Vancouver—that's too shows. much. Doing shows, you know? That's a GoPro. Release them into the wild. It was great, but Abby's dad is a sheriff. No shit. And he's the sheriff that like waits outside of courtrooms. That kind of sheriff. Yeah, badass. Mm, I don't know if that's. I heard that he threw his that. ex-wife into a witch. What? I think it stopped and started. Anyway. Maybe you could combine them. This is what we're gonna do. Back up. Episode. People can find you on a uh, on the internet. Ari Manis. Well, Ari Manis. There's been a parade of women all over the place, and it's been very distracting this whole time. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I don't care what society thinks. Good or nothing anyway.